Welcome to another episode at the Wiretap. Uh, this is going to be our episode number three, and uh, we got a jam-packed show here with your one of your hosts, uh, Alex. And I'm Carlos. That's right. Welcome, welcome. Glad you made it. Glad you're here. Uh, we're dropping. We're dropping this very soon. Hopefully, we're going to start dropping. I believe every Tuesday. We said right, Alex. Yeah. If you're watching this, you already saw episode two went up Saturday. We thank this- you for watching. We thank yes. you for tuning in. And this one will go up on Tuesday, and then I think we're going to keep it consistent every Tuesday. Just try to upload and have it ready for you guys. So bear with us. We're working on timing, uh, working on episode size. We're working on all those things. We'll get this going and hopefully perfect the model. That way you keep coming back. And hopefully you walk away. That's the goal is that you walk away with something valuable that you can apply, that you could uh, entertain conversation, whether it's at work, whether it's uh, whoever, that way, it, you know, it continues to build and we fill your cup up because we know that in the day that we're living in, uh, at times you get so overwhelmed and, you know, I don't know about you, Alex, but my cup runs dry sometimes, you know what I mean? And uh, I need to be filled and, you know, it's good to be schooled on things, you know, uh, we need to know what's going on in our world. We need to know what's going on around us. So, you know, if anything, we got to kick off with, man, our uh, before we get to some of the meteor stuff that we can chew on a little harder, uh, man, I don't know about you, but I've jumped into uh, some good Netflix lately, man. Have you uh, found any good shows? I'm, I'm right now. I have been. I've watched Black ASF. I'm not gonna say the word Black ASF like three times, man. That Barris guy, he is he's phenomenal, bro. The guy, no. the creator of Blackish. Have you seen it? Uh, no, I haven't watched that show because I, this I mean, is I, not this is not an advertising, by the way. It's just you need it. Sometimes. No, but, um, you know, I've watched some other shows that I'm interested. In. I think I'm on uh, Narcos Mexico in, uh, season. Two. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. They got some very Narcos good out. shows. But they kind do, of one of the do. things that, that I wanted to discuss with this with the Netflix and not most like the shows is well, what do you think about Netflix dr- supposedly dropping a movie every week? Right. Some people say that's a bad idea because of the quality of the movies. It's not going to be there, but they, you know, they're, they're kicking off 2021 with a bang, you know? They, yeah. 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 They've certainly has showed out and showed off. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I get these alerts, right? Uh, I get these alerts when something is, is supposed to trigger my, my view, right? My view style, uh, the way these, you know, the, the way these algorithms work, is they they try to tailor to you, right? And I mean, I get these alerts, and when I get these alerts, and then I read up what what Netflix is trying to do. Look, that's the same reason uh, movie theaters are are were hurting prior to COVID, right? Is because you've got all these streaming services have figured out that if they can generate a reoccurring revenue model, they can acquire customers, and as long as they start to deliver content, and as long as it's good content, they got you. You're hooked. Your subscription's not going anywhere. So I get the model that Netflix, what they're trying to do right now is to say, look, we're going to try to put something out every week. And and you also have to remember, uh, Alex, I don't think they're probably using the same studios. I think they're outsourcing to different studios, different things to accomplish. But you have to also remember is that they're targeting their niche. So something new may come out that may not jump out at you, but may jump out to the next person. And before you know it, they're hooked, right? It's just a matter of time before they bring you in. 
so it's it's obviously with with the with the mix right we have a broad yeah. variety of movies that are oh, coming man. out yeah. of this they yeah. got they got actors lined up like some of the biggest stars that we know like Leonardo DiCaprio Sandra Bullock Dwayne Johnson yeah, Meryl Streep Sandia Jennifer Lawrence Ryan Reynolds and the list goes all Gaga I mean you can keep on going and going and they're getting these good actors and yeah. mixed in with some some good uh filmmakers yeah. and I, yeah. not look and I don't think all of them are going to be heavy hitters, yeah, uh, no, no, but no, I, I think agree. they're they're throwing more balls, right? So yeah, guess what? When yeah. you're throwing more balls, there's more chances for you to shoot and, and hit your target, right? So that's right. That's right. I think that I think it's a good thing, uh, especially if you're a Netflix uh, subscriber. Yeah, that yeah, means you got you got something to watch, and of course you got the, all these other streaming apps like Hulu and and Disney Plus. Disney Plenty Plus of competition, also man. is. It's, yep. it's it's uh bringing it hard right and their stock yep. is showing it because guess what the, the parks are not open or they are but you know what i mean covid it's bringing them down yep. it's limited for sure but you have a lot of great content that they're 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 pushing in hbo max right where power are- power on stars are you kidding me yeah sorry think about sorry it, i right? got a little excited on power no. Hey, but think about you know HBO's dropping movies at the movie theater and at the same time dropping Apple, dude. Apple's uh-huh. got some good shows. I don't know, man. Morning Show was good. It's- yeah, man. There's there's a there's a lot happening. I mean, honestly, uh, there's a reason why I don't have cable, right? Uh, I've got plenty of options. I've got plenty of options when it comes to content, and I'm grateful that these guys are doing it because you know that's their value proposition at the end of the day, at the end of the day right that's what increases their value that's what keeps you going that's what makes you say ah it's worth the 10 bucks i mean listen the first time i saw parasite have you seen that movie did we talk about that yeah we we talked about it we talked about hmm. the show i saw i saw it through a streaming uh, a streaming service yeah best movie and we all know it got incredibly re- uh, great reviews so yeah i i couldn't i couldn't agree more with you man I think uh, I think Netflix is doing the best that they can, as well as Hulu. Uh, I I don't know <laughs> I don't know if you've gotten into this with Hulu, man, but somehow I've gotten wrapped up with the mass singer and the mass dancer, which I didn't oh, think man. I'd ever jump into. Uh, it looks corny and cheesy, but I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty decent. I don't I don't know if you've jumped in. Have you seen that, man? No, I've seen uh, like a little like commercials and everything like that, where you know it's. Um... I even seen the the Hispanic version, right? Where the singer behind I the mask. It's the same yeah. kind of concept. You, okay. You don't know okay. Who it okay. Is. It's old, retired, or or current, right? Singers and and you try to guess their voice, and so I understand the concept, and and I mean it's interesting, right? But uh, I haven't not. But again, it keeps you coming back, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I haven't kept yeah. up with the show because I don't really, even though we do have cable, I don't really tend yeah. to watch a lot of TV, so it's. Yeah. Because it's mostly you got all these streaming services and it's just watching uh-huh. shows there uh-huh. and they have some uh-huh. great content. Uh-huh. So I don't really yeah. watch a lot of it. If it's not sports, I don't really go back and watch a lot. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, man, there's been some some crazy shows. But in the midst of that conversation, in the midst of that topic, when it comes to, to movies and content on streaming services, I, there's one thing I do stay away from. I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I could be uh, inside internally. There may be this child that says, I don't like to watch those kind of movies. I don't know what it is, but I'm not a horror film kind of guy, man. And I know you like horror films. I know that's your so, thing. I know you got a story that somewhere interconnects yeah, with, uh, so, so with that. that. So tell me about that. Yeah. So that last week, right on the show, I said I had a story of, about a, our horror story. Um, your story? 
Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to hear a story. So there's one hear time. A story? No, but listen, uh, we don't really watch a lot of films because my wife, you know, my wife doesn't doesn't uh, approve. Doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't enjoy Allow. those type of films. But man, I remember get em. You know, I remember when I was in California, and I could been maybe or I was around six or five years old, and we were watching, you know. Chucky Dolls play for the very first oh, time. Oh man, like the the original Chucky? The original for the first Hi, time. I'm Chucky, wanna play? Oh man, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were watching it, right? I was watching it at my cousin's house. Shout out to my cousin uh, Ozzy down in Cali. So I was watching that at his house, and you know, our our parents are not the type that um let us do a lot of sleepovers all the time. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. but. My mom agreed. It's like, yeah, stay over there. That's fine. So we got all excited having movie nights, and we watched that movie for the first time. And, <laughs> and man, I was so scared. Good guy, dude. I was so scared. <laughs> so, so my cousin had um, my cousin had uh, they had a bunk beds, right? So I had my older uh-huh. cousin uh, Omar at the bottom, and and Ozzy and myself we were sleeping at the top, and we were chilling. And I could not go to sleep, and and I was so scared. I had a really. Like, yeah, my cousin. You thought a, that doll was gonna jump out dude, and be like, "Hey." Yeah, my cousin. He had a, <laughs> he had to drive me to my mom's house, and it was like twelve o'clock, one o'clock in the morning, just because I could not stay there. Like it was crazy. Are and you serious? How old were you? Yeah. You were what? Seventeen? Eighteen? Like, no, you crazy. I was, like, <laughs> I was like five or six years old, probably like six. Oh man, uh, that was my and, first so that's yeah. so that's your that's your scary movie. That like that's the one that you're like, man. When I was a kid, I'll never forget that one. Is that the one that's for you? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, you know, I'm not. I've watched them, and I'm not too, uh, you know, scared or anything like that. Obviously, yeah. I think it's yeah, more yeah, yeah. Su- suspense or that. Um, what is it? The jump scare, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like, oh, I'm scared of that. And and I'm sure you watch a couple like Mexican films, and those are like a little bit yeah. more creepy because. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're told when you're a little kid, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, no. we're tra- we're traumatized. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. At an early age, it. right? <laughs> At an early family. age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, the Yorona and the Chamuco. And, yeah, yeah, you know, I get it. So you, See, you for me, like it was, yeah. uh, I, I got a little bit of a story like that, but not maybe not to a point where, you know, I had to go home. I kind of figured it out on my own to say, okay, this isn't real. But I was maybe like nine years old, dude. <clears throat> nine years old and it was freddy krueger man oh el vato, yeah, yeah el vato the the dude with the not yeah. edward scissor hands but the guy with the you know the long and then the original w- ones they were yeah nice. the original yeah 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 where, where i think the the it's like uh, it's nowhere near high definition right it, it's it's horrible uh and it was and for some reason it, you know, the clown movie never got to me. Any of those old school ones, you know, the kids in the corn, children on the corn. I kind of, nah, 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 nah. What got me, bro, was Freddy Krueger. And I still to this day right now, if I'm talking about Freddy Krueger, you know what the the the, <laughs> the image that's living rent free in my head, you know, what's coming into my mind is his belly, his stomach. Oh, whenever he would lift his shirt, up. he opens yeah. up and he's got like the hands and the faces coming out, man. I might not sleep tonight, but I'm telling you right now, <laughs> that was my movie, man. That was, I think oh, that's yeah. like a 88, 89 type of movie. But man, I'm telling you what, that was mine. It was, it was because I, every time I'd close my eyes, try to fall asleep, that's what I would see those people coming out of that man's stomach. 
And I'm like, uh, and so, and, and the worst part, for sure. it was a creepy movie, but the worst part, it looked like pepperonis on a pizza and cheese. So every time I see pepperonis, I'm, I'm so serious to this day, when I see pepperonis and cheese, I correlate it back to Freddy Krueger. Oh man, it's, 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 well, look, it's hey, not, let's, yeah, anyway. Let, let's go, I mean, to moving on. So, paying down debt, uh, you know, debt versus uh, investing. Yeah. And, and a little bit of what's crazy going on, right? We're going to touch also mm. on the, this uh, GameStop and Robin Hood and this whole fiasco, right? That the market's going Reddit. on right now. Yeah, yeah Reddit yeah, yeah, yeah. and this the power of the people. So, power of the off people. With the first, with the first section. As far as that versus, um, you know, that, that versus investing. Yeah, because it kind of follows along, you know, uh, when I was writing the schedule out and me and you, I know me and you go back and forth throughout the weeks, uh, adding content to our calendar. Uh, when the reason I, I wanted to touch on this topic is because I have met people that'll tell me, hey, look, I've got some debt, <clears throat> but what I'd like to do is just, for example, they've got some credit card debt. And in the midst of that credit card debt, what they want to do is just pay the minimum, right? Pay the minimum, <clears throat> save the cash, whatever is left over out of whatever they bring in a month or on a weekly basis or on a biweekly basis. And they want to take that cash and they want to invest it. We talked last week about cash purchasing power, right? You know, and I meet people that say, it just depends on the situation, right? Uh, depending what type of debt it is. I mean, some of this debt, uh, at some point, you've got to start to, you know, start to service it, okay? And once you begin to service this debt, as you begin to do that, you know, you could knock out a good bit and then use that money from avoiding paying interest and things of that nature to over into the investing world. But here's the thing. You have to remember that, Debt is money that you've already spent that you've got to pay back. Investing is very risky. Uh, when it comes to investments and investing, you have to keep in mind that it's like the lottery, right? It's a risk either way because no one has a magic ball to the stock market. No one knows if you're going to be sitting uh, at the end of the year in a positive alpha or in a negative alpha. No one really knows how your portfolio is going to compare to the S&P 500 at the end of the No one really knows until you get in there and start trading, right? When it comes to plain individual stocks, uh, move aside the options, move aside uh, those particular puts, calls, buys, whatever you want, put those things off to the side and break it down. There are risks. And if you start to really, and you really want to focus on, you know, your budgets, you really want to start focusing in on your money. Keep in mind that at the end of the day, if you don't service your debt, you're going to end up giving money away. But if you invest and you don't do your research and you really don't approach it the way it should be, you're going to throw your money away at the same time. So depending on the scenario that you've got going on, it's really how you approach the situation. So my advice for you is really think about what you're going to make and where you're going to make the biggest impact. I believe in the snowball effect. Some of you are probably wondering, what's the snowball? Uh, do you remember uh, the snowball effect, uh, no, Alex? For sure. For sure. And, and chime in on that because it's, um, 
I think it's very important to go ahead and just pay off your credit cards, invest in, in or whatever that you have. It depends, right? But if it, if we're talking about just our, our smaller debts, which would be a credit card, you need to your consumer, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you need to give two payments, right? Give three payments. But cut the month in in half, or if you can, a little bit more, because what you're doing is you're breaking down the interest rate uh, that you won't get charged for the full month. And that could potentially save you money at the end of the month for not don't get charged a, the higher interest rate. So the more you give, it, it's it's better for you. Once you kind of get down on your and, and you pay off your debt, then yeah. yeah, you can you can put some extra money into investments. Investments should be extra income that you can afford to increase your wealth or to potentially make more money. Because just like you said, it's it's a risky thing, right? It is. We, it we is. can put it's money into much. it, but we don't know how it's going to act. You can either go up and make a lot of money, or you can also lose a lot of money. So you just got to take that into consideration. Like you said, pay what you owe. And go ahead, tell them about the snowball effect. Yeah, the snowball effect, it's, it's kind of like uh, what you see in the cartoons. I always think of a snowball when I when I uh, I think of cartoons, when I think of snowballs, when you uh, you grab a snowball. I mean, even when it snows and it's very rare in Georgia when it does, but you can pull it off. It's taking a snowball, making a small, very, a very small ball. And you just take that ball and you push it along the snow. And as you push it along the snow, it starts to build. But you knock out your smallest debt first in order for you to make a greater impact. So that's the snowball effect. Uh, but here's, uh, I, I, I want to say one thing before we move into the next, uh, you know, I guess you can call it the uh, subject B, right? This is the A. Uh, I, I'd like to say that if you're going to move into investing and you're going to uh, begin to service your debt, you need to put together a budget for the month right? You need to put a budget together for the month. And in your budget, you need to understand that 50% does not go to investing. If you have, you know, if you have that ability to take your monthly budget and to throw in 50%, you need to think of investing in a certain way. You need to think of it as entertainment. You know, what I like to do when I spread out my budgets, I think about my entertainment bubble, right? My square, my piece of the pie. I think about 10 to 15%. And I use that 10 to 15% to apply towards entertainment money that I know I have the ability to just throw away. Now in investing, it, you, you've got to see it that way, but it may not be that way, right? It may not take place that way, but you need to think of it that way when it comes to investing. Don't put all your eggs in that basket because when you begin to throw your eggs in that basket, there is so much volatility, especially now. I mean, we just saw and we'll get into this here in the next couple of seconds or minutes. We just saw how a group of people can control the market in a matter of minutes. Mm -hmm. So think about how much money you're going to toss in this, this stock market and think about the returns and think about how volatile it is. So just keep those things in mind that when you're ready to toss some cash into the investment world, Use it as entertainment, right? And I mean that in the budgetary confinement. Use it as entertainment and be aware of what you're doing. It's just like a lottery ticket, Alex. At the end of the day, you know, nationwide, we hit over a billion in the mega millions and we hit 900 uh, million in the, in the Powerball. Huge deal, big things, big rewards. But guess what? There was only one, right, who made that. The big payout was only one person. 
There were smaller others, other smaller payouts, but there was only big. So there may be someone who gets that lucky. But in this situation, you have to understand when it comes to what we're about to talk about, there is some luck that played a role, but that luck is starting to reverse on these individuals. And dude, this this thing with GameStop in, in the ticker was a GME, right? In Robinhood, it, it's taken off. It's got national Congress attention. It's gotten so many different attention from the media. Obviously, the subreddit, which I am also a member of, uh, you know, Wall Street Bets, that the yeah. guy there is kind of started everything. Their members went, I think when I was, when I joined there, the subreddit was around 3 million members. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's jumped to six, 6.5 million members just because yeah. of the hype in the media and everybody's trying yeah. to go And in what I tell them, you know, my brother, cause I've also told them to get them interested in investing and start looking out and, and start yeah. with the market and see what you can do. I was like, dude, don't listen to just the hype because sometimes when the hype is already, you've missed your shot, right? When the stock market's already ticking off and these people that are- Too late to ride that wave. Yeah. Yeah. Think about um, yeah. uh, GameStop. It, it, it was around what? It $9, $13, $18 a share. Mm, I believe it was seven, wasn't it? it at one point. But yeah. say yeah. That's, a good, yeah. that's a good entry point because it's like, oh, okay, I can, that's a, that's a good entry point. But- then it shoots out because of this and everything. And people are shorting. They have to to cover the shorts. They have to buy higher because if not, the potential make uh, they can lose a lot more money. And they look. Listen, companies have lost billions of dollars that shorted this. And uh, and it's and we'll talk about what Robinhood did in order to protect the hedge funds, which is crazy on itself. But what you want when you're riding that wave up and you're buying so high. If you don't sell why it's going high, it's only going to crash and you can potentially lose all your money. I mean, everything really, because it's going to it's going to crash eventually because GameStop, what do they have to offer or the innovations? Uh-huh. It's another blockbuster to me uh, because, you know, Microsoft, uh, Sony on all these game consoles are pushing yep. direct yep. digital downloads. Yep. Yep. So eventually you're not going to need your blockbusters. And so it's a very, very right. risky, but, but if you would have caught it early, dude, you could have made $40,000 into uh, over a million dollars. If you would have sold that as high. I mean, I, listen, man, I'm, I'm struggling with this subject. I'm not going to lie uh, because there is, I I'm torn. Let me, let me break it down that way. Uh, I don't know about you. Maybe you feel the same way. I'm torn, right? Because I'm torn with the hedge fund managers, right? the hedge fund companies, they did this to GameStop because they were betting, they were betting against GameStop. The company. For the, yeah. They were betting yeah. against the company. They were betting against the company. Look, this company's about to go down in straights, right? It's, yep. it's about to be done. People's jobs are about to get law. I mean, they didn't care. These hedge fund managers, right? They did not care. So you have, you know, these individuals who are big time ballers, right? You want to call them that. And they all of a sudden want to make money off of these companies. And they knew that if they put their money, that this company was going to just dissolve, they would make millions, right? But in then these people in Reddit who, you know, you want to call the 99%, (laughs) right? Said, oh yeah, we've got something for you. So I'm torn because over here, I'm like, that's messed up. 
But over here, I'm like, good for you, right? However, what begins to happen to the market altogether is, does it build trading trust, number one? Are people going to want to trade at the levels that we were trading before this? Because we've seen the effects of an individual expressing his opinion, navigating through what's going on and saying, let's rally together, right? We go back to the insurrection, right? It's it's a different type of thing, but in a way it kind of makes sense, well, right? It's, it's affecting hedge funds, people. And I want to say that Citadel, I think, pays- pays them 40% of the revenue, right? So the way that Robinhood makes their money, because they don't charge you no no. We haven't even jumped on, we haven't even jumped on Robinhood, but go ahead, go in on them, go no, ahead. No, but, but all I'm saying is, dude, they they give you free trades, but they also sell your information. That's how they're making That's their right. money. So That's right. they pay them a 40% uh, 40% revenue in order to get your, uh, your calls or your investments milliseconds so they develop uh, algorithms and all the machines and all their money and all their power so those milliseconds you for me and you that we're putting in and it's not yeah. it's not worth it but when they're yeah. getting that thing and they have machines that are pulling stuff they're trying to get yeah. ahead of that and that was me snapping my fingers if you're just a listener uh, <laughs> but they're they're making these calls ahead of time so uh, you know robin hood doing the stop where they weren't let you allow you to invest any more money what they did is someone that potentially lost $10 billion actually only lost four. So they, they could potentially lost 6 billion, but Robin Hood doing that saved them money. And, you, and people try to think, how are you going to protect the consumer? Cause that's what they the guy said. That's, right? that's what they're saying. Right. We're but, just but here, protecting our, yeah. But think about this. If it's my money and I want to throw $4,000 I don't need no protection. Why? Because I can fly to Las Vegas and I can say, hey, we'll do that tonight. 4,000 yep. on red. Where are you protecting me then? Where are you protecting yeah. me then? You're not protecting right. me, dude. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, it's you, you have to let the market play out. And these, the, and, and it look, and it's affecting my other, I don't know if, if you looked at your portfolio, but it's affecting Tesla's going. And that's, yes, yes. Go yeah, ahead. Go Tesla, ahead. I'm sorry. To, go ahead. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, People are giving so much focus on on GME that all these other stocks are losing. My, you know, Tesla going down. All these other stocks. I look and I took a hit on my portfolio. I mean, it's profit loss, right? But I'm, yeah, I'm not, of course, not my actual investments taking. But I'm taking portfolio profit losses, and I'm I believe it's they're going to go back up because of all this attention. But a lot of billionaires and everything are losing a lot because they're betting against companies. And this is this is us telling or the people is like, hey, dude, F you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not going to happen. And I think, like you said, it creates mistrust in the market. It does. It does. It, you know, what I thought about is when when all of this starting to unravel, I thought about teacher pensions. Right. I thought about I, I thought about the teachers and their pensions. I thought about uh, government workers. I thought about people who are, you know, they've got their money. These institutions, these corporations have got their money in these hedge funds that are, you know, they're they're paying out well. Right. Someone is paying that hedge fund manager to bet against GameStop. Right. I mean, if you dig deep, you know, if you've got a 401k, you got a 403k, whatever you want to call it, if, if somebody is handling that fund, and sometimes you may not know what that fund is really doing, you could be a part of the problem and you don't even realize it. 
So uh, when it look when it, I thought about those things, but when it comes to Robin Hood, I don't know if you caught this search, but all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you say you're protecting the the customer, right? Do you want to limit what they're buying? Great job. They Thank breached the looking. contract. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for 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 looking out for me. My other question is. How come all of a sudden you've got these massive lines of credit? Where do these massive lines of credit come from? How did you acquire them? Where did you get them? You say no one gave you a heads up as to what was going to happen. Was there some, uh, my question is, was there a form of corruption? No, dude, for sure, because they, they, they breached their contract. There's already a lawsuit filed against them. You know, because they had lawsuits they, as soon as this happened, man. No, they lost a lawsuit prior to this because they mm -hmm. were caught not yeah. executing with the fashion, with right. the, with, according to their whatever. Huh? Uh, and the SEC. Yeah. Yep. Their, their statement, they're supposed to exercise your execution as fastly, as fast and promptly as possible with the best rate as they can find it at, yeah. at the instant of the moment. Yep. And when they were caught that they were actually holding, selling your information, then once they got kind of like, let's just say the approval, they would put your things. So they were going against their statement. And going back to this, they did not act on the best interest of the of the people. And I've heard this. I don't know if you heard this before. Robin Hood is supposed to steal from the poor. It, it, I mean, I'm sorry. It, I said it backwards. They're supposed from to steal rich. from the rich and give to yeah. the poor. And in this case... Uh. It looks like they stole from the from the poor to give it back to the rich or to protect the rich, and and that's crazy on itself. And it's like, dude, you, your name even like, come on, ladies and gentlemen, be careful who you trust with your money. Be careful who you trust with your money. If anything, you got to pull away from this particular piece. If there's if there's one thing. You may say, I don't quite understand all this. This is just this is just too much. Maybe this is going over my head. Maybe I don't have time for it. If there's anything I would say to you, and I don't know about Alex, but I would say to you is be careful where you put your money. Be careful where you put, where you put your money and be careful who you trust with your money because that's your money at the end of the day. Do and here's, here's, yeah, do your research. And here's the thing about Robin Hood. Yep. We're so quick when we download an app, when we jump on something because we're so excited, we get caught up in the moment and it becomes an emotional uh, connection and a, an emotional decision, right? And we've done it in other things so many times. But what begins to happen is, you know, when you click that, I understand these terms and conditions and you're like, man, that's too much to read. I ain't trying to read all that. This is a response to that. This is a reminder that you probably want to read those terms and conditions. And sometimes it's best to read them and to say, I don't think this is for me. Maybe there's an alternate route. Because here's the other part. Here's well, the think, other about part. So, yeah. think about Robin Hood was technically your Facebook of app of investment. That's how they were trying to, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. advertise themselves or do their marketing. Right. They're supposed to be friendly use of user user friendly yeah user friendly and and people gravitated towards that and then here's the ultimate result because like you said you we don't read the fine print now here's the thing about vlad the the ceo is i don't know if you caught his interview the moment this all happened it went down first of all vlad i don't think you're listening but you got to get you as somebody who does your pr you got to learn how to how to talk uh, to the public when millions are watching and your company is on the line.
first of all. You need a PR person. Oh, his company's you, done, I think, dude. Uh, man, I uh, listen. But he can listen, always just I don't re- know. rebrand it. But, I mean, he, I think the company's done. I don't know. I, I, listen, it's at the end of the day, it's not just for investing. I mean, this is the tech company. There's a platform and there's money and opportunity to be made. Just keep those things in mind. It'll 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 show its ugly head real soon. I mean, look, I I, I will say uh, actually it's already done that, right? Uh, but what I will say is is when it comes to to Vlad, he's already got lobbyists. He's already looking for a lobbyist to get in there and to start spreading his message, right? He compared it to, oh, I already know what some of these companies like Johnson and Johnson have felt like when they were running out of hand sanitizer and they were running out of PPE. No, 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 not at all. You are not protecting the people that way. So, man, I, I, I'm frustrated with the subject. I'm kind of over the subject. I'm kind of done with this subject. But people who don't understand this, I, I, I just want you to know, I mean, you can reach out to us via our social media if that's something you're interested in doing. Uh, and, I, and I'll be more than happy to, to have more conversation. But just be careful, because let me tell you, let me give you an example. Uh, I, 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 of course, I, I, I do a form of an advising when it comes to when it comes to stocks, uh, those who are willing to listen, uh, you know, because when people start jumping in the stock market, they think they know it all. And I don't think I know it all, but I've, yeah. I, I can get around. But what's interesting is, Right now, uh, a lot of these other platforms are starting to jump in to protect the customer, right? A lot of them are starting to do that. Well, and it was a start- snowball effect too. Oh, it was a snowball effect for sure. And the worst part is some people's assets, the money they've invested in GameStop, specifically, those funds have been frozen. So this money that you thought you were going to make and this the market rallied and I made a great choice. No, you didn't make a great choice. You made a mistake. You reacted the way the market should not be reacted to. So I, I'm, I'm worried about these people because now what happens to their cash? <clears throat> what happens to their money, man? What happens? I mean, there's people out there who ate this up, bro. Nope. There's people out there that just... Ate it all up. Yeah, but we don't know what's going to happen, you know, because technically if I invested in we believe what the market is and it goes up and I've made a profit, I made a profit that someone owes me that money. Now, the thing is, if, if this institution is there, it, but if, is there is this considered insider trading? But hold on. It's not. I don't. Think is so, it? Because is well, it? It, depend, it depends because. The guy could have just said, "Hey, you know what? I really love this stock. I think I think it's uh, whatever he said is like, hey, I think this is an opportunity. People are showing the market. I suggest you guys buy and and we'll force them to buy it higher. That's technically what the guy said in layman's terms. Basically, and then, yeah, and, and then, right. Even hearing then, it makes me sick. <laughs> no, but think about it. All half, I said half, is, half, half, it's not, sorry, it's not half. insider. If I know that people are showing the market, it's like, hey, this this thing has a lot of high percentages of of shorts." And they're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. yeah. And they're going to expire that blah, blah, blah. I think this is a buy. I think if we can get enough people to buy, I think we can force their hands and shoot this thing to the moon. And that's all he did. So the old guys get mad. (laughs) Exactly. And and, and I don't think, I don't think that, uh, that it's considered inside trading. I think if the institutions don't have money to pay you out or whatever, that's going to be a different thing. Which is exactly where GameStop is heading. They don't have the cash. 
They don't. No, I mean, Their well, burn it's the, rate is ridiculous. Yeah. But I, another look, listen, listen. We we're gonna well, let's just wait to see. We'll touch on this. Oh man, subject yeah, again. man. Yeah, yeah, man. It's but tough. It's tough. I wanna it's tough. I wanna it's share tough. a little a, a little thing that I do, a little trick that I do with my credit cards, uh, just to uh, touch back uh, on the on the subject of money on the subject on the of subject money, of money sure. right yeah, so yeah 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 <laughs> i suggest anybody that, that has a decent credit to open up like a like a capital one or an american express card that you, even if you pay the monthly the yearly fee of a hundred dollars to do double points of flight miles or if you get those type of rewards i suggest you go ahead and, and do it uh and what I typically do with my, uh, I have Capital One, right? What I typically do is I pay my my uh, insurance bill. I pay my cell phone bills. I pay my, my my utilities that I can, like my light and gas. Water doesn't, because it's a city. Yeah, yeah the city yeah, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't allow it. Um, yeah. I try to pay uh, all our groceries, gas, everything through my Capital One card. And, yeah. and the way I, I typically do it, Let's just say I just to give a clear example to to the our listeners is I go to the groceries, say I spend a hundred, two hundred dollars, doesn't matter whatever you spend. Instead of using my debit card, I use my credit card. I come home, I I, I sit on my computer, log in, and automatically send the payment. Right? I'm not even waiting for my monthly bill or nothing. I know I spend $150. I go ahead, yeah. log in, send the thing. Oh, I just paid my cell phone bill. It was a hundred, yeah. two hundred bucks. Whatever right. I, I get home, I send the bill, right? Yeah. I, I said I, I and send you gain the points. So you gain a lot of points, and you're getting mm-hmm. double miles. At the end, you'll be surprised how fast they collect. And at the end of the year, you want to go to on a special trip, or you want to go somewhere. Guess what? You, you put it on your credit card, then you use your points, and it's free. You know, I got some paid tickets going to to Mexico. Of course, because of COVID, we didn't go. But technically. Yeah. All our flights were paid through just my points, and yep. the reason why yeah. because I'm using my 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 yes. credit card at the same time is showing my history. So I said, hey, this person is super trustworthy. Bringing up your credit score from what we mentioned before. So that's the trick that, that I like to do, and just I uh, want to make sure if yeah, you guys yeah, are yeah. not taking advantage of that, take advantage of that. Jump on it. Oh, I agree, man. That's that's how I've been able to travel the world uh, on points. You got to love points. You really do. And and the reason those things happen, you may be wondering, man, how, how in the world do these do these companies do that? How can can I get cash back? And they tell you, you know, use our card, get cash back or uh, get double miles or sign up today and get 50,000. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of people who will do that. Right. A lot of these institutions, financial institutions, even banks. I mean, even I think it's Chase. Sign up for uh, for an account, keep a minimum there, and you get five hundred bucks, right? So all these, it's because of the community uh, the community reinvestment act. It gives them the ability to use this money to reinvest back in their community. So uh, financial institutions have gotten kind of uh, creative. Let's use that word, creative, in how they use the the uh, community reinvestment act credits. They're called community reinvestment act credits, and they get an opportunity to use a certain amount of money to reinvest back in the community. And what happens is they use that in with marketing. They use that in to bring people in. I mean, they're very oh, yeah. smart. Listen, banks, banks make money. And that's what those credit card companies are. They're banks. I mean, that's really what they are. So um, yeah, man, I, 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 I love that hack. I, I couldn't agree with you more, Serge. The only concern that I've got with that particular uh, process, uh, 
is the individual who says, all right, Alex, I'm going to take you up on that offer and I'm going to do this. What concerns me is that they make an extra purchase within that billing cycle that they cannot afford, that they make that one purchase, just a, just a little extra. And all of a sudden, this, this opportunity, right, that showed up in front of them now can blow up in their face because they can't pay off the whole monthly bill. Well, so so you, so you say this because you're disciplined enough to make this happen. Well, you can carry a balance. The only, the only in the in the way that you can carry a balance, but you got to make sure that you're you're paying down on that debt, right? So let's just say, to your point, I, I bought an extra three hundred dollars. Let's just say that the yeah. I, I didn't have the cash for it, and then I'm gonna say, well, you know what? This is gonna be. I got you. Well, let me know. Yeah, let me you um, let me uh, leave it revolving. Well, yeah, you're going to pay a little bit of interest on that because you're going to carry it. But since you're hitting all these payments, you're not letting it accumulate like you once yeah. were if you let it go through a full month. So you can carry it over, but you want to make billing sure that- cycle, the billing yeah. cycle. Sometimes yeah. they'll get you with that 28, 26, 27 day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you want to be able to make sure that you, you're paying off and you're and you're tackling down if you're not and you just keep paying, but you're never paying those 300. But yeah, you're always going to be paying interest and it's going to go up, go, go up, go up. <laughs> yeah. So you got to make sure that only because I said, oh, I need to clear this amount for the purchases that I know I've made. Well, I need to give yeah. an extra 40 bucks because I need to tackle down my $300 that I added extra. So that's what I would say to those listeners is just do yeah. that. Yeah. And, and, and then, be disciplined like that. Yeah. Keep that yeah. discipline going for sure. For sure. Cause and it's going to take discipline. And then on the tech world, cause I think we got to rapid fire. Some of these topics is, Oh man. It's uh, <laughs> the, the, you know, the tech Apple, it's got these new glasses that I know you wanted to so excited about. They, they, you know they're working uh, on this. I am, yeah, I am not an Apple fan, but uh, here's did what I love about them? this company. Did I did, I I did. Here's slick. the thing, man. They they're very slick. That's the thing. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Apple is working on releasing some Apple glasses, kind of like uh, you remember at one point, uh, Snapchat had these uh, snap goggles or whatever. Uh, this is a little different. This this is not to record. This is augmented reality. Uh, they, they're working on a release date, a price, features. There's some leaks out there. Uh, if you're trying to figure out what this is, uh, go ahead and jump on and Google some Apple glasses mm-hmm. and you'll be surprised what you see. But here's, we, we talked last week, Serge, about, you know, uh, the whole innovation, why some of these companies are just dying out. This is a prime example this is a prime example. Now, listen, I said this a long time ago to you. And, and to this day, you know, uh, uh, may, may Steve Jobs rest in peace. But I think when Steve Jobs passed away, uh, the innovation of Apple did not disappear. OK, because I don't believe that one person held the magic ball. I think it slowed down the process. Yeah, uh, I think Tim push, Cook. And, yeah, 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 exactly. I think Tim Cook. Is, is a fantastic CEO, uh, mm-hmm. but I just don't see him leading the organization uh, the way Steve Jobs did. And uh, and probably Tim is a little more, more people laid friendly, back. Yeah. more laid back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take our time. Let's build some profit uh, before we release. You know, he's very business savvy. Don't get me wrong. He's in that position yeah. for a reason. Yeah. But what for I'm sure. saying is the outsider looking in is to say, I'm struggling with Apple because 
you know, I keep seeing these iPhones and the only thing that I have seen major shifts in are an extra lens or better lens in the camera, uh, it, a slight increase in how small or big the phone is going to be. The iOS system has kind of sped up, kind of not. And then you had the issue a couple of years ago, maybe about a year ago, year and a half ago, where we found out that they were kind of rigging the system so you would have to upgrade. So that's that's just lack of innovation. If you're putting someone in a corner just so they can upgrade and come to another product you've got, that's just yeah. lack of innovation. And you, don't, you just don't know you're lost. And then we've got the watch. So I, lo- I love how we are working on- I love Apple progress. products. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big uh, Apple fan. Uh, I love yeah, their I products. I, ha- I own a lot of things that are Apple. I guess. Yeah. This this you know the the glasses here, it depends. They're very cool, very cool. They, yeah, they yeah, look yeah. cool, they slick. But if they're in front of my eyes, dude, like I mean, how you can't focus. But I saw something where he's gonna shoot it almost like a little screen in front of. Mm-hmm. It, who mm-hmm. knows, right? I don't know how. It's like you, the Cadillac, right? It's a Cadillac. Yeah. They're doing that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting though. I, think, I mean, I can put these glasses on and be on the computer. That's pretty cool. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I think. But it's cool that they're innovating slowly but surely. They're they're because they're the ones that have to lead the way, right? Um, they got to at this point. It's either them them or Elon. (laughs) Yeah, you know, yeah, and Elon, dude, he's just. Let's not. This podcast is not about Elon. Let's not. Yeah, we'll we'll touch on Elon's and his innovations at another podcast. (laughs) Uh, But we're excited about what Apple is bringing to the table, and with that, I think we'll we'll shift to on one of our last topics in. And this is Johnson and Johnson and Pfizer ramping up the vaccines, getting approved in the UK. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is uh, you know, there's so much going on in the world that we live in, right? There is so much going on, um, and you know, this this whole the vial, the vaccine, what comes in the vial, how much vaccine is in the vial, uh, who's who's taken, you know, who's leading the way in the vaccine world. Have you kept up with any of this, Alex? Yeah, so so actually, um, you know, family members of from my side have already, because they work in the medical field, is they've already took in their vaccines. Um, they, you know, one of them's taken twice. My sister's taken it once, and she's about to take it, you know, within her next cycle. Um, my wife's holding off on it because she's also works in the medical field, and and um, she's, she's not too sure because there's been responses positive and there's also been a couple of responses that have been negative. Like on the second dose, they get a little bit sick. They don't feel well. They, they kind of get headaches and stuff, but then yeah. they're all right after a couple of days. And then versus the, you know, mother family member that took in it is like, it's fine. She got her second dose. She's, she's cool. Nothing happened. Uh, so I think it's just going to depend person to person. And, and it's not like it's a virus, right? It's it's supposedly the, it's part of the DNA of the virus that you're injected into your body, and your body creates the antidote to the to fight off the vaccine or remembers the antibodies. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's a little different than actually injecting a live virus or a dead virus mm-hmm. into your to your body, and to so it's it's a little. Listen, have, have you have you gotten it? Have you got have you gotten the vid? No, actually, well, Did you get the Rona, so they don't really offer it. It's a big waiting list, and they're offering it to people that are oh, 60 and over. No. So, so you can't. I'm really... talking about did you get coronavirus? Oh, no, 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 I didn't think you but, did. No, but you, you, because hey, I've been protecting myself, I've been quarantined, working from home. I go out to yeah. meetings when I need to, I try yeah. to be safe, 
wear my mask yeah. out in public. I know people yeah. think it's like you're, you're you're infringing on my liberty here. You can't tell me what to do. And and if that's you, I salute you. You do you. I think you need to protect the public, protect yourself yeah. because it's not just about yeah. you. It's about protecting yeah. the other people and in, in this in the young right. Um, so no, I have not. But I, I'm curious to know your your take because I know you had it on one of your shows. You briefly mentioned it, and I wanted to touch show tell your experience. I, I, I don't I don't wish it on anybody, man. Uh, you know, the millions that have gotten it, those that have, you know, take a moment of silence for those who, you know, who passed away from it. Yeah, no, and yeah, and sure. and, I, and I, you know, this ain't no joke, man. This is something we've got to take. Uh, we've got to take serious. It, it, I, there's nothing like it, Alex. I thought I was going to chip my tooth. That's how bad my chills were. That's man. how bad my chills were is I thought I was going to chip my teeth. I, I really did. I was like, man, I'm going to go get some caps after this. And I, I was dead serious because of how bad the chills were, uh, uh, how high my, 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 my fever got, uh, loss of taste. Uh, man, it, you, no wonder people get depressed. No wonder people are, are having suicidal thoughts, right? There's just so much that comes into play. But here's the thing you, you mentioned about the first dose and the second dose. Did you hear that today Johnson & Johnson released – I don't know if you saw it, released a vac, released a vial with the vaccine that uh, one shot, right? And it's mm -hmm. 72% effective. Now it's not a hundred, right? It's not a hundred, but it's 72% effective where no one has, you know, been hospitalized. No one has passed away. Now, again, that 72 is not just the United States, right? It's uh, all across the globe uh, yeah. where Johnson & Johnson is is pushing these vaccines out. And the uh, one of the other things that I learned, I don't know if any of our listeners are aware of this. I'm sure there are because I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I'm very, I'm trying to stay on top of everything because there's just so many distractions everywhere, Alex. It's there incredible. Is. I mean, it, are we still in 2020? I mean, it's incredible, right? But well, one of the things that I recently found out, I don't know if you know this, but Moderna, right? Mm -hmm. So their vaccine has to be refrigerated to mm -hmm. a certain degree. And then Pfizer's vaccine has to be refrigerated, well, but at a lower temperature than what yeah. Moderna is. And then you get into Johnson & Johnson, which is why I have said Johnson & Johnson needs to be your stock pick. You're going to invest, oh, yeah, you better sure. invest in Johnson & Johnson. I've always done this. But now their <laughs> vaccine are room Good temperature. Dividends. Good dividends too. Oh yeah, good payouts, fantastic. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, their product, this is why when you invest, you gotta know your stuff. You gotta be passionate about what's going on. And their their vaccine is room temperature. So now you don't have to worry about transporting this stuff with, uh, you know, on a truck that has refrigeration or that needs refrigeration. You don't have to worry about that additional expense. Now you can put them on the back of a semi drive it across country or wherever you need to go and you are okay within room temperature, Alex. I mean, and no. here we are at, at moving into February 1st in a matter of days. So I think, you know, the administration is really focusing on fixing this and making this happen, but I'm grateful. I really am. I'm grateful that they're doing this, but I'm telling you, it's incredible the innovation that's taken place. Yeah. I had, I had, um, you know, I want to tell people, you know, it's, it's, it's no joke, like you said, and I haven't had the, and I don't want to have the experience of having it, right? But I know people that are close to me, that they had close relatives to their side of their family 
that yeah, passed away yeah, from this, right? Because they're on the older side, they were on the riskier side, and you just don't know where you're gonna get it from. So, you know, as much as we don't like vaccines and we're upfront about vaccines, should we take it, yeah. not take it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's a personal decision, but maybe it's the best outcome. I don't know, dude. It's it's really it's really hard to say if it's worth it or not. And in because you know, like you, for example, you got you had corona. And maybe for you, like, oh, I was really bad, but I came out of it. I'm fine. Well, there's been people that maybe they don't get it as bad as you did. And then on the second turnaround, dude, they don't they don't make it. It's like it. it affects them a different yeah. way. So you're yeah. not safe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah, so yeah, yeah, like yeah. people need to take their precautions. If you had it, dude, you got to protect yourself, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you okay. never know the underlying conditions, man. Yep. And I think, uh, listen, with, I think with, I, yeah, go ahead. I think with that, man, I think we, I know we ended up in a, in a little dark moment there, but why don't you go ahead and just uh, kick off with some uplifting words here to close out the show. <laughs> yeah, man, look, I, uh, I've been, I've been thinking about this and, and, and I think the reason uh, I'm so frustrated with, with Robin Hood uh, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about our country. I mean, even, I don't know if you heard that today, that it could be a permanent thing where they close off the, 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 the capital, the capital building and the, and the mall. I mean, there, it's going to be a permanent thing. You think about that, you think about, uh, you know, COVID and how fast we're pushing these doses out. And then you've got some rehashing of, of the old presidency and, and coming against the new presidency and all this stuff going on. Listen, man, I, if anything, there needs to be a significant amount of change that takes place. And I'm looking for the good change, right? I'm looking for the good stuff. I'm looking for the real change. And one of the things that I have learned is, you know, Socrates, uh, throughout my time uh, in college, I, I tried to get in as much as I could with Socrates. And, uh, and he says one, well, there's a variety of things that was said, uh, but there's something that jumps out at me is the secret of change, the art of change, right? The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, uh, not on fighting the old, right? Uh, but building on the new, right? Let's not change the old because the old is, is here. It's, it's there. It smells, it stinks. It's got to go. So now let's build on something new. Let's be that answer. Let's be those individuals. Let's be those that build on the new. That's what Socrates says. Guys, before we take off here, just remember, share it with your friends and family. Share it in your platform. Give us some comments, some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. And with that being said, my name is Alex. I'm Carlos. Peace. Peace. Peace.